Welcome to the Side Hustle Project, a podcast where we explore the nitty-gritty details behind what it takes to start and grow a profitable side hustle. I'm your host, Ryan Robinson, and in this podcast, I'm bringing you interviews with entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, CEOs, investors, and people just like you who are building and profiting from interesting side hustles. In today's episode, we're talking to Liam Austin, the co-founder of Entrepreneurs HQ, an online community and resource hub for entrepreneurs featuring over 175,000 members in their LinkedIn group, an email list of 50,000 subscribers, and tons of content in the form of video tutorials, blog posts, digital guides, all geared toward helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses faster. Liam originally got in on learning digital marketing back during the first wave of tech startups in 1999 and 2000 before getting laid off from his job as the tech bubble burst. That led him to tinkering around on a few different side business ideas of his own while jumping around from job to job. And it wasn't until LinkedIn started allowing groups in 2008 that Liam launched the Small Business Network Group, which very quickly exploded in an organic growth. From there, he began turning this growing community into Entrepreneurs HQ, where they've since held 15 virtual summits and create tons of content for small business owners. Hailing from Sydney, Australia himself, Liam's father is from the UK, which gives him the latitude to travel the world while running his business, which means he and his partner Sarah split their time living between Australia and Europe, where they get to maximize their time in the sun. In this episode, Liam and I talk about how he built a community of more than 175,000 engaged members in his LinkedIn group and began learning how to monetize that community through the content he created directly for those members. We explore all of the gritty details behind what it takes to plan, launch, and succeed with a virtual summit, including Liam's five-step action guide for getting your summit off the ground in 90 days. We dig into what it's been like growing a remote business, how they've grown the company with a viral referral marketing strategy, and so much more. As always, you can find everything we mentioned in today's episode in the show notes at ryrob.com slash podcast. That's spelled R-Y-R-O-B dot com slash podcast. Let's get into today's interview with Liam Austin. Liam, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Ryan. Uh, good to be here. Yes, this has been a long time in the making, so it's awesome to finally connect. Um, and we're here to talk about a couple of different things today, actually. Um, first, you know, you've built a pretty impressive business for yourself, leveraging virtual summits. And you know, the second thing I want to touch on is that you've been hard at work doing referral marketing to get more customers for your business. So I want to touch on that too. But first, I do want to kind of rewind the clock, go back in time. Um, where are you originally from? So uh, born and raised uh, in Sydney, Australia, uh, but currently living in Europe. Uh, luckily, uh, my father's British uh, from Scotland and I've got myself a British passport and I'm free to live in Europe until Brexit happens. So uh, <laughs> living it day by day uh, for the moment. Yeah, that'll like make things very complicated, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, see exactly what happens with all of that. But uh, for now, um, I'm taking advantage of my European passport and uh, living in, in Malta, uh, close to my partner, Sarah. Uh, who's my partner in life, as well as in uh, my business, Entrepreneurs HQ. Uh, and we run all of our summits together and was actually the reason we, we started the business in the first place was uh, she was from Sweden, I was from Australia. Her uh, visa in Australia was running out 
and we had to make a decision is is sarah you know is is this is this happening is this serious are we going to continue this relationship how is this going to work and we decided that we would look to create an online business where we could live half our time in sweden half our time in australia make money online and yeah travel the world well damn you made a good decision <laughs> We have, we have. And so it's all worked out and we're, we're still together. So uh, that's been almost five years now. Beautiful. Uh, now, I know you started kind of tinkering with your own early businesses while you were still back in college. Do you remember the very first, say, you know, business or even if it was a side project that you started working on yourself? Yeah. So I got the opportunity to work for uh, a tech startup back in 99, 1999. <laughs> wow. uh, so early it was a, yeah, right in the early days. And um, it was uh, matchmaking uh, technology. They, they would white label um, a dating website for some of the big media players in Australia, expanded out into Asia and uh, into Europe. Uh, Match.com identified uh, these markets as where they wanted to expand out of the US, uh, ended up purchasing uh, this tech startup. But um, because they were white labeling sites for these big media organizations, uh, little old Liam as uh, an employee of this business, got his own <laughs> uh, white label website. So yes, yeah, so I started, uh, I had a product, I had my website, it was all designed, I just needed to market it. So I taught myself uh, marketing online. I was one of the, the first um, advertisers advertising on Yahoo search, which was um, ran by Overture at the time. So I was doing paid ads through search uh, back in 99, 2000. And I was just seeing the opportunity of how we could make money online, but also make people really happy. I mean, a lot of our members that were part of our website and part of uh, our organization were, you know, having kids together, getting married. Uh, and so there was a lot of happiness and success going on there. And I just realized and knew that this online game was something that was going to be part of my life. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great when you're also part of a business where you can see like very tangible, you know, beautiful results coming out of the product the, or the community even that you're creating. But what eventually happened with that business? So yeah, they sold to, to match.com. Um, and with that went the white labeling of, uh, partner deals and my site got shut down. Uh, and I had to figure out what to, what to do next really. <laughs> Is that when you started working on entrepreneurs HQ way back then, or was there something else, uh, between? Yeah. So there was, there was a few different things that went on in between. Nothing really, uh, got traction. There was, you know, times when it was making a, you know, a few thousand dollars, um, a month, but there was no like online community or network that I was tapping into of, you know, digital marketers or people who are starting businesses online, um, that I, I could find. So I, I struggled a little bit and jumped from job to job as well as doing these, um, you know, online businesses on the side, these side hustles, uh, Ryan, as, <laughs> as you like to, to call them and, uh, was spending plenty of time, at nights working on these, um, these businesses. But as I said, none of them really took off because I didn't have that community and LinkedIn as a platform launched, um, I don't know, in the early two thousands. Uh, but they allowed, um, 
members to start groups on LinkedIn in 2008. And I saw that as an opportunity to network or meet some of these other people who were creating side hustles, online businesses. Uh, And so I started a group on LinkedIn called uh, the Small Business Network. And it was one of the first groups on LinkedIn uh, for small business, for entrepreneurs, uh, which now been renamed Entrepreneurs HQ uh, after our, our business. But uh, it grew really rapidly, organically, members joining who were small business owners, entrepreneurs who wanted to interact and, and network similar to, to myself. So suddenly I had this, this community of uh, people that I had uh, gathered and was learning from and reaching out to and we're all discussing our businesses and what was working and what wasn't, how to specifically generate leads from from LinkedIn. Uh, And it took me until 2015, so I'm ashamed to say it, almost seven years before uh, I decided to actually turn that group into a business or, or monetize that group. Uh, is that, is, are you following that? Are there any questions along? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you, I think it's crazy that you guys basically started with a LinkedIn group. I mean, that now you're kind of like up over, you know, what, 175,000 members. That's, that's insane. Yeah, that's right. So it was one of the largest groups on LinkedIn now for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, and we've taken that, that group off LinkedIn into our own virtual summits, uh, into our membership. Uh, and it all started because we were networking with these um, members in the LinkedIn group, uh, the small business network. Uh, they were reaching out to me saying, hey, why aren't you doing something with this group? We, we'd love you to make more of this. There's so many opportunities here for us to, to benefit. Uh, but you as the, the moderator, the owner of the group, we really need you to, to step up and, and do something about it. So uh, it was quite easy to identify that these people were looking to network and generate leads from LinkedIn. So we started off doing uh, a few webinars, um, bringing in experts uh, to teach people how to generate leads from LinkedIn. Uh, as well as a few different topics. We, we went into accounting, into, into legal and some other marketing topics. Uh, but we found that the, the LinkedIn topic was the one that was generating the most uh, traction, that people were loving, the opt-in rate was really high. Uh, and it, the webinars, when people were upselling uh, courses, when we, when we promoted those, uh, did really well and was making us money. And I realized that we need to double down on this. How can we, how can we do this better? Uh, and went out and I did some research uh, and looked at uh, this model for doing a, a virtual summit, which is basically it's an online conference where similar to an in-person conference, you gather 20, 30, 40 speakers uh, all doing talks on a specific niche, on a, on a topic. You bring them together across um, three to five days and you promote that conference uh, out to the marketplace to bring in as many attendees as you possibly can. Now, yeah. with, the, with, the, with the virtual summit, there's a, the way that the process that we like to, to follow is provide a, provide a free ticket to attend the event, to watch all 30 speakers, 
at the event to learn from them. And it could be, you know, a 30 minute talk. It could be an hour uh, or anything in between uh, across these three to five days, complete free access. But after those five days have ended, if you want to have, um, you know, a copies or recordings of the event plus any extra bonuses uh, that might come alongside that, then there is a purchase that can be made after that, which is where we could make money. So I saw this model out there and I decided this is something that could really work for us. So we launched uh, the LinkedIn Success Summit back in 2015. We had 35 experts come and speak at that event, uh, 15,000 small business owners, entrepreneurs uh, signed up to attend that event. Uh, and we ended up uh, generating uh, over 50,000 uh, US dollars uh, from that one event. And Sarah and I pretty much uh, realized that we could be together. This could be some a way that we could make money online and, and travel the world. I love that. I mean, that's that's a pretty clear sign, right? That you're definitely onto something. But I think what I like most about this story so far for you, Liam, is that this really came out of building a community of people that you have shared interests with, right? And then seeing what kinds of business opportunities can come from just getting to know those people, asking them for more, um, and then you know, a summit being kind of like a a channel to test out how to monetize. Yeah, absolutely. So we had a bit of an advantage, I suppose, by having that existing community. Uh, when we launched the uh, LinkedIn Success Summit, there was about 90,000 uh, members of our small business network group on LinkedIn. Uh, and we managed to market it there as well as uh, out to our various partners uh, to generate the 15,000 people in attendance and over 500 sales um, in within a 90-day period of time. And uh, for those of you who may have heard of virtual summits before, uh, it's something that uh, Sarah and I worked on um, pretty much full time, uh, but it, uh, for, for, yeah, for, for a 60 day period, of, um, but certainly one person could do it within a 90 day period. But yeah, it, it is like a, a lot of work. Some people might think it, it's overwhelming to bring together uh, these uh, 30 experts to do the recordings, to build the website, uh, and then obviously to, to market it. Uh, and we've now uh, moving forward 2019, we've ran uh, 15 of these events, uh, these virtual uh, uh, summits. Uh, so we've managed to process a lot of this, make it easy for ourselves to uh, run these events uh, on a regular basis. Uh, and we've been running, what, 15 over the space of the last four years. So it's, gonna, it's, it's about three to four every, every year that we're doing. So one every, every three months. Uh, so I'd say that keeps you busy. <laughs> it does. It certainly keeps us busy. And uh, we've, we've, we do have uh, a couple of people in the Philippines that help us as well as some contractors, but it's something that we've, we've managed to process just like anything um, that I think you do in your online business uh, or the business that you're starting. Uh, and one thing that I'd like to maybe talk about, which is made things super simple for us, is uh, what we call our one-page virtual summit plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and our one-page virtual summit plan is a simple one-page A4 sheet of paper with, with five blocks on it. And these five blocks represent um, 
the foundation of your virtual summit. So everything that is going to make your virtual summit a success is something that you can, you know, make your, your plan from right at the very beginning. It should take you maybe 20 minutes or so to brainstorm and put this together. Uh, and then you've got this one page virtual summit plan to use across, uh, whenever you're preparing or creating your virtual summit in the future. So just to help everyone, if you wanted to get access to that virtual summit plan, it's just really these five blocks I'm going to go through now. So you can get our pen and paper and write these down if you like. Yeah, uh, do. In, uh, in uh, the first block, it's uh, just really coming up with the, the topic, uh, the summit name, as well as the dates of your event. So I talked about 90 days out, try to do it uh, a date three months into the future if you wanted to begin your creating or um, producing your, your virtual summit straight away. Uh, the next step is to look at your, your target audience. Uh, I already had an existing community, so I knew exactly what that was uh, and was able to, as you correctly said, Ryan, I was able to listen to them, interview them, survey them to find out exactly what it was that they wanted to learn, which I could come up with my, my summit topic and niche. And, and the, the third block uh, on the virtual summit plan is the goal you have for your summit. And we, we didn't really go through this, but virtual summits uh, do three things really, really well. They uh, increase your email list. Uh, build your audience, right? <laughs> because you've got 15,000 people signing up for a free ticket to attend your virtual summit. So they're giving away their, their name and email address to get access to that. So that's number one. You build your authority uh, pretty much instantly uh, as soon as you launch this summit because you've brought on 30 speakers within your niche who are all uh, influencers. They've big names. They've got a reputation. And suddenly you're putting yourself as the host of this event with these 30 experts. So you're putting yourself on a pedestal or on stage alongside these people. So you're almost seen as, as a colleague of these people. So you can all, all instantly uh, increase your authority. Uh, and then on top of that, with these, these experts that you're all pulling together, you're increasing your, your network. Um, so you've got all these influences in your niche that you've built a personal relationship with, which is uh, invaluable moving forward way post the summit to do partnerships, to work together for um, whatever you need to do in your business, promotions, marketing, um, joint ventures. I mean, this, this opportunity to bring these people together and be part of that and build relationships with them is, is really uh, a key part of it. And, and there's almost, a, well, there is a fourth uh, major goal and it's that, that revenue <laughs> that you're able to generate yeah. from producing That's a big one. It is, it is a big one because, uh, you know, within 30 days, sorry, within 90 days, pulling together a virtual summit, building your authority, building your email list, uh, building your network, and then generating this revenue, uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. And there's even um, people out there who are doing in the millions uh, with their virtual summits. Uh, so that third block is really about setting your goals, what you want to achieve from that, uh, from your summit. And it could be all three of those <laughs> or four of those things. Uh, the fourth block is looking at your tech stack, what technology you want to use to create your summit. And then the fifth block is what is the offer? What are you going to sell? 
uh, at the end of your summit? What is the, the, the bonuses that offer that package look like to upsell people from getting that free ticket to wanting to learn more, to get more access to you, to the experts, to the speakers, or to drill down uh, into the, the content, the topic, or that result that you've, you've promised them? I want to drill into a couple of things you were just talking about, um, particularly actually in the the third box about kind of around goals and, and making the summit actually happen. Um, so one of the questions that really came to mind for me was like, right, so Liam's got this big group. He's got, you know, 90,000 people when he started doing this um, to kind of like plant the seed for the foundation of his first summit. Um, but I'm sure you've also gotten to meet, um, you know, talk to others that are doing summits out there in the real world today as well. So, you know, for someone who maybe doesn't have, you know, the big LinkedIn group or an active email list, like, how do you kind of like go about getting people to sign up for your summit? If you're like truly at, at you know, the ground floor of trying out virtual summits today, how do you kind of like think through the process of building an audience to come to the summit? Yeah, that's, that's a really great question. And it's uh, a very powerful answer. I think that people will be, uh, your listeners will be happy to, to hear. It's, you don't, I think I was lucky. I had that advantage of having a community or an audience. Uh, and you see some of the biggest uh, online marketers uh, in the world today running their own versions of, of virtual summits. Uh, so it does work for people with existing audiences, but it, it absolutely works for people who have zero audience. So yes, I had a, had an audience on LinkedIn, uh, but it was just a group on social media. I didn't have an, I, I needed to build my email list. I needed to let these people know who I was because I wasn't that active in that community. So I, I pretty much was starting almost from scratch. Uh, and I see, you know, hundreds of people who have launched summits without an existing business, without any existing expertise or authority, I should say, within their, their niche. So it's absolutely something you can do if you're starting from scratch, starting from zero, you don't have a product or an idea yet, or even if you've gotten a, a product, but it's brand new and you're not sure how to launch it or to get the word out about it. This is a great way to launch your product or yourself into your niche because go through those uh, you know goals again. Uh, it builds your authority, builds your email list, builds your network, and obviously brings in revenue by itself. So you don't even have to have your own product or service that you're selling off the back of it, but it does help. Because once you've got that email list, you've got the authority, you've got the network, it's so much easier than to go out there and sell that product that you wanted to bring to market in the first place. So covering that in terms of, well, how do we, how do we get word out about it if we don't have an existing audience at all? 80% of our results, even with our existing audience now, uh, comes from three sources uh, of partner traffic. So from partners, 80% of our results. And oh, those, those, yeah, this is, this is very cool. So the great thing about virtual summits is you've got these uh, influences in your niche that you can um, ask to um, promote and be involved in the marketing of the, the summit. You can bring on board uh, affiliate partners, which is the, the second source, which may be um, 
media organizations within your your niche uh, magazines, you know, uh, or newsletters who may be uh, wanting to be a media partner or a sponsor who will help you promote your uh, virtual summit. And the third one is the third source of uh, partner traffic is ambassadors. So turning your attendees, people who have already signed up for your free for their free ticket into an advocate for, for your brand and, and for this, this event. So those three sources of partner traffic, um, speakers, the as affiliates and ambassadors. Which one have you guys kind of like identified as being the strongest for most of your summits out of those three you just mentioned? Okay. So with, with there's, there's a few answers to that with the speakers, uh, having them promote, themselves as being part of your event to let their audience know, hey, um, I'm sharing some of my best uh, stuff at this event alongside all these great experts. I'm proud to be, uh, you know, um, positioned next to. I want you to know about it. So having those speakers promote from the very beginning when you don't have a network, you don't have, uh, you know, maybe some affiliates or some partners to promote for you, that, that is the, the number one. When we go longer term, we look at our affiliates and these relationships that we've built along the way with, um, you know, media organizations within our niche or other, you know, businesses um, or organizations within our marketplace that we've been able to uh, use, not necessarily just for our first summit, but joint venture partners across, you know, the, the years that we've been doing business, whether that is virtual summits or not. So bringing on, on board, that's really strong for the long term. And then once you've got those two promotional partners getting the word out about your virtual summit, uh, you've got your ambassadors. So these are people that have already signed up for your free ticket. And they're now telling their friends and the groups that they're part of, hey, like, if say it's a it's a it's a triathlon uh, virtual summit, Ryan, because I know you're you're quite keen on those, <laughs> and uh, people uh, find out about this free ticket via their local club, and um, they they read about it and they they tell their friends who they do triathlons with that they maybe train with, hey, have you heard about this virtual summit? And they refer their friends, and we're actually seeing, <coughs> excuse me, we're actually seeing fourteen percent of all our um, new clients, new customers, new subscribers coming from referrals uh, from uh, existing attendees from our previous summits, which is which is really cool. Oh, I love to hear that. That's great. I mean, it, it seems like it's a combination of effects, really. It's hard to kind of pinpoint one as being, you know, a standout. But like when you have people that are referring from all different angles, I mean, how can you lose? Yeah, like referrals, uh, such better leads, right? I think everyone knows that. Once you know mm-hmm. someone's um, said or recommended to you uh, a product, a service, or a person, you're much more likely to spend time listening and checking out that resource or that that offering purely because uh, trustworthy someone you trust has made that um, comment and referral to you. Yeah. 
So I've got one more question for you related to summits in particular. Um, you know, speaking to kind of the the point where we were going earlier, right? So we covered how to build, you know, your audience for a summit if you're starting from scratch. But how do you get like a big named guest in your industry on board for joining you in a summit if you don't already kind of like have that clout or that ability to say, hey, I've got, you know, 10,000 people on my email list. Um, do you have any piece of advice or tips for those who are kind of in the early days of, you know, their, their summit planning, how they can go about getting big name guests? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've, we've done this 15 times over 15 different virtual summits now, as uh, well as, as well as taught our, taught our students in uh, the virtual summit Academy about uh, this process. And it's, it's really uh, quite, quite simple. It's looking at uh, the experts in your niche and identifying those who already have uh, spoken, say, at an in-person event on stage or perhaps on a, on a podcast or even in an online conference or a virtual summit somewhere online. So they've got the, the equipment, number one, to do this kind of thing. So they've got the microphone, they've got the webcam, uh, they've got the good internet connection. And secondly, they're willing to put themselves out there to do speaking um, gigs to do interviews. And so these are the people that we like to identify uh, that have been on podcast summits or uh, in-person conferences. And we approach them saying, hey, we've got this opportunity to get you in front of X thousand people um, based on, okay, look, we want to make sure that we've got 30 speakers at the event. We're lining up these uh, media partners and affiliates to help promote. And then we know we're going to get a 14% growth from our uh, turning our uh, subscribers into ambassadors. So mm. X thousand people are going to be um, watching you and attending this event. So maybe let's say 10,000 people uh, for the sake of argument, 10,000 people are going to be watching and attending this event. I'd love you to be part of it. And if they've done any in-person conferences, it's highly unlikely they've been able to get in front of 10,000 people before. Yeah. So that kind of number will really um, grab their attention. And this is definitely achievable even if you don't have any existing audience or authority within uh, your niche. Beautiful. That's great advice. So Liam, you guys have so much going on at Entrepreneurs HQ. Um, you still have the LinkedIn group going. You've got uh, you know video tutorials, blog posts, digital guides, the Virtual Summit Academy. Um, what's next for you guys as we're you know now in 2019? What's coming up? Yeah, well, our, our focus really is on uh, helping others create virtual summits. Uh, it's been a bit of a passion of ours now, um, seeing the success of our own virtual summits uh, since 2015. Uh, we've had over 100,000 people uh, go through our virtual summits, um, watch our programs, uh, brought some great influences on to teach these uh, um, our audience uh, about their top uh, marketing tactics. And uh, so we want, and we've been approached, I suppose, by, by our audience asking like, well, how, how can I do my own virtual summit? Like how have you been successful? What's your process? Uh, what works? What doesn't? Because we've certainly made our mistakes <laughs> along the way um, and been able to rectify them and, and doing virtual, uh, 15 virtual summits. Uh, I don't think I know anyone that's done quite as many as us, uh, but we've managed to test 
quite a, f a number of different angles for what we should sell uh, off the back of these, how we can maximize our opt-in rates, uh, how we can maximize our relationships with our, with our partners, uh, and obviously, you know, keep living uh, our life the way <laughs> we are. So uh, 2019 is, is focused on yet helping others create virtual summits, uh, keep traveling the world um, and making money online and enjoying ourselves. Jeez, sounds great to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're loving this uh, lifestyle so far. So we want to keep it going as much as possible. Awesome. Well, Liam, the last question I had for you today, um, what would you say has been the best investment you've ever personally made in the context of growing your business? And this can be in the form of time, money, tools, product services, or otherwise. Wow. A few things have kind of flashed across my my mind now thinking about all the different things, but uh, I was just doing a, and, uh, a presentation uh, just before this uh, with one of our experts for one of our uh, virtual summits that's, that's coming up this year. And he was talking about how when he went to, to climb Mount Everest, he didn't just hire, hire the local surfer down the road. He hired the person who had walked up Everest you know, over 900 times. And wherever he put his foot, he would then follow and put his foot in that exact same footprint. So I really like that analogy. And it's something that we follow with Entrepreneurs HQ. We've had over 400 marketing experts, entrepreneurs come and share their number one marketing tactic, uh, their blueprint, if you like, to generating more leads and sales online. Uh, and they've shared it inside our summits and it's all accessible via entrepreneurshq.com. So I like the idea of just learning from experts, learning the, the process of others, um, learning those blueprints and following them and modeling um, the six, th those mentors, those people in who are successful in your niche, in your industry, uh, and just modeling that into your own business um, so that you can really avoid the mistakes of everyone else <laughs> and um, obviously fast track your success. And, and I mentioned right at the very beginning my, my story. There was a lot of things that I was testing and trying to figure out and nothing was quite working. But when we, we launched Entrepreneurs HQ and we brought in experts and I was learning from other experts about how they were generating leads and sales online, that's when everything um, you know, clicked for me uh, and Sarah and our business. We, we were able to learn from others, um, avoid their mistakes uh, and you know, not quite replicate their success, but uh, <laughs> we're getting there. And obviously it does take time and perseverance, but uh, we're enjoying the ride. I love it. I love it. That's great advice. All right. Well, Liam, thank you so much for joining us. Um, for everyone listening, you can go to entrepreneurshq.com and check out the insane amount of content that you guys have up available there. Um, where else can people go to connect with you, learn more about everything you guys are doing? Yeah, there is there is quite a lot there on entrepreneurshq.com. But uh, if you're interested in doing your own virtual summit, I mean, I talked about the one page virtual summit plan. Uh, you can go and get that at entrepreneurshq.com forward slash summit. So download that one page virtual summit plan and, um, you know, start planning out your summit, putting together those um, five key blocks should take you less than 20 minutes to full out. 
uh, there's a virtual summit guide there with all the steps that you need to, to know to, to run a successful summit. So I'd suggest, yeah, just go to entrepreneurshq.com uh, forward slash summit and um, get access to all of that. Beautiful. All right. Well, Liam, thank you again for joining us. No worries, Ryan. Thanks very much for having us on. Really been uh, a good time. If you enjoyed this episode of the Side Hustle Project, I would love your support. Head on over to the Apple Podcasts app and give us a rating. And as always, you can catch every episode of the Side Hustle Project on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in.